Hello, everyone, and welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you tips, tools, and resources to help you discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, holistic health and mindfulness coach, Amanda Bickham. Thank you, and welcome to the show. Hello, online community. Welcome. It is now 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I'm going to be completely honest. When I got the message, hello, Anthony, welcome, brother. Thank you so much for joining. When I got this message that I felt was coming through to me to speak about masculinity and to stand up for our men, when I got this message, to be honest, it was a couple years ago. And today, I ignored it. I ignored it. I kept ignoring it. There was different ways that men would come to me, whether they were my friends or people that I had just met, and they would start to open up to me about things that were happening for them, about experiences that they had had in their life. And I kept getting this message, this message to hold space for men. And I kept pushing it away. There was a lot of insecurities that had come up for me. And then I keep getting this message. And finally, having moved back to the U.S., And being in this area right next to the Bay Area and right next to San Jose, I'm feeling called more and more to step into speaking about something that's moving through to me. So just give me one second and I'm going to share this. When you hear reinventing or reclaiming masculinity, Anthony, I would love to know what comes up for you. When you hear this topic, because I wanted to talk about this subject, and it's a very dense subject. There's a lot of matter to it. And I wanted to be able to um, pull a lot of things in. So let me know, Anthony, what comes up for you when you hear this word reclaiming masculinity? And maybe even what comes up for you as I'm a woman who's talking about reclaiming masculinity. So I'd be curious if you want to leave that in the comments while I share this, and then we can start a conversation. Okay. Hello, Joe. Awesome. I'm so glad that you're joining us. Greg, hello. Welcome. Thank you for joining. Anyone who's joining, welcome, welcome. So I just asked the question, I'm curious for you, right? What comes up for you when you hear the word or the title reclaiming masculinity? Anthony says the question of reclaiming masculinity It is, did we ever lose it, question mark? And why did the topic only become one-sided? Okay, interesting. I would love to hear a little bit more about that. Joe, I'm curious, what comes up for you when there's this reclaiming masculinity, when there's this topic? I realize that this topic is going to be something that might trigger people automatically. It might make people be like, wait, what do you mean reclaiming? Like you said, Anthony, did we ever lose it, right? I also realize I want to call the elephant out in the room that here I am a woman speaking about masculinity, right? And especially reclaiming masculinity. So I'm interested, whoever's here, whoever's watching, if you want to post below what, when you hear this title, what comes up for you 
remember that there is no right or wrong. The intention of this Facebook Live and this Facebook Live series is to really create a conscious conversation. Whether you're male or female or anywhere in between, you're invited and I invite you. I really hope that you participate in this conversation. You see, I believe that this idea of masculine and feminine in our world are being talked about and tossed around a lot today. And there's something when it comes to masculinity that I really wanted to dive a little bit deeper on, and that is my intention today. The intention is to dive a little bit deeper into the idea or the concept of masculinity. What is it and what does it really mean? So when it comes to you, Antony, reclaiming it, did we ever lose it? I would love to talk about that. So why did I choose the title Reclaiming Masculinity? There's been a lot of conversation lately around unwounding the masculine, right? And I think we can start back to where I feel there really became this kind of diversion between masculine and feminine, which was around when the Me Too movement happened. Anthony says, in today's times and past times, masculinity is not balanced. Okay, I like that. So let's talk about this Me Too movement for a moment. This Me Too movement, I believe, became very one-sided. Now, I think it was an incredibly powerful movement, and I think that it really was able to shine light on a lot of areas and a lot of topics that hadn't previously been talked about. Joe says, I'd like to have reclaiming masculinity have to do with connection to the heart. Thank you, Joe. I'm so happy you said that. Yes. Okay. So when we're talking about this Me Too movement, right, and we're talking about how there's this patriarchy and the way that men are treating women is not okay, right? There's a lot of things that were going on. And finally, a bunch of women came out and said, hey, this had happened to me. And it really shed light on the dark side of masculinity, right? The dark side of um, what can happen when there is this dominance type of style of behaving or what we've allowed to be, to claim to be masculine, right? To be masculine, I'd love to ask you, Joe and Anthony, what does it mean in today's society when you hear the word masculine, like just without our own ideas of what we want it to be, what comes up for you? Anyone who's watching, what comes up for you when you hear masculine, right? For me personally, I think like strong, I think of disciplined, I think of structure, I think of maybe even sometimes like force, right? So I'm curious what would come up for you guys when you hear the word masculine. And when we come to this idea of really moving into defining the terms masculine and feminine, this is something that I think is really important when it comes to actually moving forward with this conscious conversation. Joe says, someone who leads, someone who takes charge. Yeah, absolutely. Having direction, having focus, having structure, having stability, having strength. All of those things come up for me when I hear masculine. Anthony says, testosterone drive. Okay, yeah, that's definitely something for sure. And testosterone is more of a male dominant, although we all have testosterone, of course. It's more of a male dominant hormone. Anthony says, focus. Yeah, absolutely. Focus, determination. I'm going to get there. I'm going to make it happen. Brute, force, strength. All of these things are what are kind of defining this idea of masculinity. Now, I think it's really important to bring out the fact that masculine 
doesn't have to just do with men, right? It doesn't just have to do with males. There is masculine energy, this focus, this drive, this leading, this taking charge, this structure. There is also that when it comes to females as well. However, these masculine traits, right, have been almost, you know, they've been idolized when it comes to when men exude this. And they've been almost kind of shamed in a way for when women exude this, right? It's like you're being bossy. Oftentimes when women are taking charge, oftentimes they're known as being bossy, right? Or being too much, right? And there's this kind of this interesting imbalance when it comes to whether it's men can easily embrace this masculinity or these masculine qualities, right? Whereas when women go to want to embrace it, oftentimes it's shamed. Now, when we're talking about these areas or these aspects of masculinity, they are so important. They are so incredibly important. The masculine energy, the drive, the focus, the determination, the strength, the structure, the I'm going here, that has been so important in where we are today, right? Like once upon a time, we were fighting just to survive. Once upon a time, we were fighting, we were trying to make sure that we had enough food on our table. And we needed the energy of the masculine to go out and to hunt and to get the food and to bring it to us. And the energy of the feminine to hold the community space and to create, to hold the tribe and the children and pull everyone together. We were fighting against the elements, making sure that we had enough just to survive. However, in today's society, it's completely different. In today's society, we are no longer fighting just to survive. Yet there's this old story that's been told, the story of scarcity, this story that is rooted in fear that yes, once upon a time served us really well. However, today, as we become in more balance, with nature, even though now we're, most of us can argue that we're kind of coming on the other side of imbalancing now. But as we become more comfortable in our ability just to survive here, it's really important to remember that we no longer have to have this old story of making it happen be our story today. And I think there's something really important here that needs or that can be addressed and can often have a lot of light shed on it, which is this idea that this concept of masculinity is oftentimes keeping us focused in this overdrive mode. And instead of allowing us to create this fluidity, right, create this fluidity around kind of moving in ebb and flow, it often can pull us away from our heart center. Something that Joe said that I would like to talk about, which is having redefining masculinity, helping us to connect to our heart. There's a really great documentary on Netflix. If you guys haven't watched it, it's talking about the mask we live in. And it's about this old concept or this old story about what it is to be a man, that you need to grow up, be a man, don't be a girl, like hide your emotions, toughen up. And I think that it's this old story that we've needed for so long. However, as we come more into harmony with ourselves and one another, we can begin to realize that we no longer have to play that role of this mentality of needing to be hard, right? We no longer have to play this role. Hello, Matt Schaefer. Welcome. 
We no longer have to play this role of having to be this firm, solid structure without the ability to move in in and out and weave in and out with our divine feminine because we both have masculine and feminine. And this old structure, this old story of what it means to be a man, this stoicism, right? This stoicism, the man goes out and he provides for the woman, he comes back. And in this place, it's his job not to show emotions, right? How many of you as men were taught not to show emotion or that emotions make you weak or that you need to grow up, right? When you're a young boy, you need to grow up. I think it's so incredibly important to bring awareness to the fact that emotions, whether you're male or female or anything in between, emotions are okay, right? And there's been this old story for so long that emotions aren't okay. That as a man, you're allowed to feel anger and frustration. But when it comes to feeling sadness, feeling alone, feeling insecure, feeling pain, you're taught not to hide those things because it makes you less of a man or it makes you weak. If you've ever felt those words or if you can feel this or you have felt this in your past, let me know in the comments below. Matt says, yes, so, so true. The archetype of the rigid masculine is outdated and untrue. Joe says, yes, big time. Hid my emotions like my life depended on it. So what if we could change that? Antony says, yep, I heard this a lot after the custody changed to my father. So what if we could change that, right? So there's this old story about you can't feel your emotions, that it makes you less of who you are when you truly and authentically embody your truth. And whatever way, shape, or form it is, when you embody your truth, it makes you less of who you're supposed to be, right? Of a man or whatever it is. And I think that this has been for so long as I continue to work with more and more men and they start to come to me and say, hey, look, I'm feeling a lot, but I've been taught my entire life that I need to push it down. I've been taught my entire life that if I show my truth, my authentic truth, It's going to make me vulnerable to others. It's going to make other people feel that they can take advantage of me because that's another story that we've been told. Another story we've been told is that there's so much competition, that there's not enough, that instead of looking at someone and seeing them as your brother, you see them as your competition. Let me know if that's been something that's been the case for you. Antony says, if anything did it more, it did more harm than good. Yeah, this old story, this old paradigm. If you've ever felt like you had to compete, you had to compete for the job, you had to compete for the girl, you had to compete for the resources, you had to compete to be the class clown in order to be popular, you had to compete on the sports team. Now, I'm not saying that competition isn't good, healthy competition is good, but I think that it's taken us to a point where it's pulling us apart rather than helping us move together. And I think this repression of allowing men, our men today, our 21st century men, to allow them the space, number one, to feel, and number two, to be able to fully embody whatever it is that's happening to them. Taking a look at the divine feminine, the divine feminine is also within all of us. It's our ability to feel. It's our ability to connect. It's our ability to heal. It's our ability to express. And when you've been taught for so long that it's not okay to express, that it's not okay to feel, then that is a repression and that's, that's kind of pulling you apart from both sides of your authentic self. And there's a lot of shame that's wrapped up in this. So how can we take this idea or how can we take this old story, bring light onto it, and then from that place, 
begin to create a different story. Begin to create something that actually empowers you instead of disempowering you. A couple weeks ago, I held a men's circle and we talked about the old story about what it means to be a man and all of the weight that so many men have carried, but yet they're not truly allowed to express it. Patriarchy has not only affected women, but it's also affected our men. And I don't think that there's a light being shined on that aspect. There's not a light being shined on how this old model of what it is to be a man may be outdated. And if there are so many men who are feeling like they can't fully express themselves, they can't fully be seen, and their raw, authentic, vulnerable expression of whoever it is, where they are, it's inhibiting our evolution as a person, as an individual, and also as a collective consciousness. Thank you for the love. I appreciate that. This is a really hard topic for me to talk about especially live online, because I feel like there's definitely going to be a lot of people who will resist it. And there will also be people who understand it. Remember that the intention of this Facebook series is to shed some light on something to give us an opportunity to change it. So if you have anything that's coming up for you, this is a conscious conversation. This is by no way is it a one way street. And I would love to continue to have your feedback in whatever way feels authentic to you. I think. When it comes to shame, what happened in my own life to make me want to start to shed light on this episode or this topic is that so many women were in my health coaching practices, in my yoga practices, even in my meditation practices. And I started to ask the question, why? Why are there so many more women than there are men? Joe says, yes. So appreciate you, Amanda, for discussing this. Thank you, Joe. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate your support. Having a male support the divine masculine, support the divine feminine, give rise to the divine masculine and feminine joining together is really, really important. And I think it's so important that we start to help each other, that we start to recognize that there is divine masculine and divine feminine within us all. And that when we can start to learn and accept, right, accept our divine feminine as men, accept our divine masculine as women, not only accept them, but embrace them. We find unity within ourselves. When we have this ability to go within ourselves and really connect to the qualities of the divine masculine or the qualities of the divine feminine, and we begin to understand that both of them, neither one or the other is better or worse. They were meant, we were created in this life with both of these characteristics, which are so opposite, yet so beautifully intertwined. And that when we can learn to connect with both of those, when we can learn to unify both of those, that's what creates union. I feel like people in this life are dying to connect. We're dying to connect with one another. We want to be seen. We want to be felt. We want to be heard. We want to be recognized. Yet we can only connect to others as connected as we are to ourselves. So if there's a part of us in let's say as a man, that we're only allowing ourselves to embody the masculine. We can only be tough. We can only be strong. We can only be direct. We can only be forceful. We're denying a part of ourselves and we're unable to fully be seen. We're unable to fully connect authentically to others who are here to connect to us as well. So many people in my private coaching practice for so long have all been women. Whether And I started to ask my peers, what is your male to female ratio? Whether it's holistic health coaching or detoxes or yoga classes or whatever, why are there so many more women than there are men? 
Men have bodies too. Men have feelings too. Why aren't there more men coming forward and saying, hey, I want help? It's because we've taught them that it's not okay. We've taught them that it makes them less of a man if they show their full emotions, if they become authentic, if they become vulnerable in their true expression of maybe not feeling secure. And maybe they have all the things on the outside. Maybe they have the jar. Maybe they have the car. Maybe they have the kids, whatever it is, whatever we've been taught. And yet they feel so alone and empty and depressed on the inside. Now, whether you're a female or a male or anywhere in between, that can be your story. And I think that there's that that's the larger story that we've been taught of what it means to be successful. We're taught this from children. You need to go to school. You need to go to college. You need to get good grades. You need to get a partner and everything will be well. But what if it's not? What if that's not the story that is truly resonating with ourselves? I think this is so incredibly important. I think it's so incredibly important to start to shine a light on. Antony says, could we have been conditioned by past generations with a masculinity complex that is completely out of basic fear? Absolutely, Anthony. I love that you talked about that. I think that's a big part of where this is going is like we have been we for so long we've needed to survive for so long. It has been we literally as human beings in this physical body, we've had we've been built to survive, but no longer are we in that place. Antony says, and the fears of my father, for example. Absolutely. We are no longer in this place where scarcity is true. There is so much abundance around us. There is so much abundance around us that if we stopped operating and the scarcity mentality of I need to compete with you, I need to fight against you, that I don't want to be seen by you because you might take what I have. What if we changed our mindset and started to, like Joe said, heart-based mindset? There is so much abundance that it's not about me competing with you. It's not about you being better than me. It's about us being different. It's about us being able to offer something different to one another in different ways. And I think this old model of scarcity is outdated. But the only way that we can start to change is when we start to understand that there is this divine masculine, this divine feminine within us all, and that in order to find unity, in order to connect, in order to truly feel that we are a part of something greater, we have to find union within. We have to realize that whether you're a female or a male, there is divine masculine, there is divine feminine, that it, it should not be rooted in, and I don't like to say should, but we have a choice. We have a choice when it comes to how we choose to model our idea of being human. Why does it have to be, this is the ideal role of a man or this is the ideal role of a woman? Although these roles have served us for so long, like Antony mentioned, today it's different. We are evolving. Our consciousness is evolving. The roles are evolving. There are more women now stepping in to the workplace and pulling in and holding the structure for the families. There are more women now embodying their divine masculine and helping to hold some of the weight for the divine, for the males of our life, right? What if it was okay to relax a little as a male? And not feel like you have to carry all the weight and all the pressures of needing to support the family and pull in more money and all of the things that we've been taught that you need to do as a male in our society. What if we began to relax ourselves and began to surrender into the fact that whether you are male 
female or anywhere in between that either anyone has the ability to totally step into their divine essence of whether masculine or feminine. This again is a conscious conversation. So please share with me in your comments below. If you're like, this girl's crazy, share with me. If you oppose, if you agree, if there's something that's coming up for you, please let's make this a conscious conversation. Because the more of us who come together, the more of us who begin to understand that there is an awakening happening. We are beginning to wake up to our truth, to our truth that we have always been connected, to our truth that we have always had this beautiful connection within us, which is the most important connection in order to help us connect to others. Vulnerability is incredibly important when it comes to our conscious awakening, because if we're hiding behind these masks, whether what it means to be a woman or what it means to be a man, then we're not being able to be authentically seen. We're not being able to be authentically heard and we're not able to truly connect with one another. And all we really want, regardless of where you are, regardless of what religion you believe in, what color your skin is, is to feel that we can connect. And so many men in my practice, so many men have eventually come forward after having hearing me talk about depression and stress and, and how we can support one another. So many people are finally coming forward and saying, hey, I wanted to reach out to you, but I was afraid. I had insecurities. I had fear because I was successful, but there was a lot of shame and I didn't want to come forward because I didn't want to be seen as weak. But what if expressing your authentic truth instead of being seen as weak is being seen as powerful because you're making a stand. You're taking a stand for everyone else to be able to be seen as well. Anthony says, I agree. Why is it hard to move forward with the new paradigm? I feel like I have been stuck for years. Anthony, why have you been stuck? What do you feel like has kept you stuck? Marina says, wow, wow, wow. This conversation is so powerful. Thank you, Marina. Why do you feel like it's been hard for you to be stuck? I'm curious from a male's perspective why you feel like it's been hard, why it's been challenging. Joe says, I agree that we all have both masculine and feminine within us, and it's healthy to be able to own both of them in wholeness. So how can we begin to allow ourselves to feel comfortable in that? Because it's one thing to have this idea, and then it's another thing to actually begin to embody it. Wouldn't you agree? It's like we can be idealists all the time, but then there's something different when it comes to actually stepping up and owning it. And I think that one of the main things that we can do, number one, is start creating space. When I held the men's circle last month, it was incredible to see what happens when you give men space to talk, to feel. There's so much that they want to share. There is so much that they want to feel, but it's been, it's about shame. There's been so much shame around not being able to fully feel, around push down your emotions, around grow up, be a man. And when you talk about relationships, if we talk about relationships, if you ask anyone, what's your biggest challenge in your relationship, meaning your romantic relationship, whether you're in one or you've been in one, chances are it's communication. Why do we think it is so hard as women to get our men to communicate? Because we've taught them to, it's not okay to express their truth. We've taught them that it makes you less of a man if you're feeling anything other but strong and stoic and like you have your together. But the truth is that we are all humans. The truth is that we all have feelings and it is an incredibly powerful tool to be able to tap into those and to be able to see these feelings and to be able to express these feelings. It's incredibly powerful. 
And so how can we begin to create space for one another to show up authentically? The first thing I think that's the most important thing is to begin to recognize and accept your own authentic expression, whether you're a female or a male, of your divine masculine and your divine feminine and the roles that both of them play. One creates structure and stability and sometimes even rigidity, which is needed. And the other creates this beautiful flow of movement and feelings and understanding that both of those are incredibly powerful and beginning to come to a relationship with them within yourselves. The second thing that I think that we can do is begin to stand for not only ourselves and fully showing up authentically and expressing our vulnerability and expressing our truth, but also begin to stand in that when we are connecting with others. When we begin to stand and when we begin to connect to ourselves in this raw and authentic space, when we begin to hold space for ourselves, we create the opportunity for others to be seen, to be heard, and to connect to their authentic expression as well. So whether you're a woman or whether you're a man or anywhere in between, every gender you associate yourself with, being able to fully stand in and own whether it's masculine traits or feminine traits. I'm not even talking about the physical. I'm talking about the actual energetics. Joe says, yes, I need to be more vulnerable. I have trouble for asking what I need, brother. I feel you. I feel you. It is so hard for me to come on to Facebook Live and talk about this. If I'm talking in front of a group full of people and I'm having a workshop, no problem. But when I'm here talking, kind of like a one-way thing, although I appreciate your guys' comments, it really does help. It's really hard. As a woman also talking about this, hello, Dan. It's incredibly challenging because I realize that there's gonna be a lot of men saying, who is she to talk about masculinity? The big thing that I wanna drive home is that it doesn't have to do with your gender. There is divine masculine and feminine with us all, within us all, and for so long we've made it shameful to embody your feminine expression and your emotions. And I want to sit here and say that I stand with you. All the men in this world, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, if you're feeling anything, especially the emotions of insecurity and fear and sadness and depression, I want to create space for you to be able to feel that and to feel okay in that. Because guess what, you guys? If we don't allow ourselves to feel it, it gets stuck in the body and it gets stored. Thoughts our vibrations, their energy, they get stuck in the body and they're stored. They stagnate in your energy field. They create dis-ease in the body. Joe says, or was it Joe or was it Anthony? I'm going to scroll back up here. Marina says, wow, this is incredible. Amanda, Amanda, feminism is so powerful. Anthony says, I haven't been comfortable based in fear because of past experiences. I feel like I have to fight to move forward both of a balance both aspects, masculine and feminine energies. I feel that I'm against the world because of the old paradigm. What if we started to change that story? We're doing it right now. By coming out, by Joe saying that he's having a hard, he has a hard time being vulnerable and asking what he needs, by me coming out and saying it's a really vulnerable thing for me to talk about because I'm a woman talking about masculinity, talking about how I want to hold, how I am holding space for men, right? It is an incredibly, an incredibly challenging topic but yet we're all in it together right by coming out here and choosing to be a part of this conversation 
by choosing. How can you walk away from this conversation and embody your it's self-acceptance, right? It's self-acceptance. It's accepting all character traits. It's accepting all parts of you. And when you accept all parts of you, when you learn to love all parts of you, guess what? Your judgment goes away. Your need to compete goes away. Your fear of not enough goes away. All of these things that we create outside ourselves, the scarcity mentality, the fear-based mentality, that's taught to keep us stuck. It's taught because when we come together as a collective, there is so much love and so much is possible. But yet, if we keep this repression, this, hey, we need to compete, hey, we need to separate, hey, we can't, there's not enough mentality, then it keeps us separate and it keeps us weak. And so I really do believe that at the end of the day, what is this all about? It's about evolving human consciousness. It's about understanding the power that we have within us to expand our own consciousness. And in that space, hello, Natasha. Thank you, sister. Be able to expand the consciousness of everyone else, which is union. What is that? Collective consciousness. It's just union. Okay. Angela, thank you for your comment. She said, I would just like to thank all the incarnate males here. This space is being vulnerable and sharing yourself. Ah, ho. Thank you. I agree with that. I agree with that. Truly. I want you to know whoever's watching this right here, whoever's commenting right here on the live, or whoever's watching this on the replay, your comments below matter. Your ability to even be on here and watch this, you're a part of this collective shift. To comment below, you're a part of this collective shift. Being vulnerable, being seen, other people will see that and will feel that it's okay for them too. Gandhi said it best, it is so true. In order to have change, be the change. When we step forward and we come out and we are vulnerable, it helps us understand that we're not alone. And in that space of understanding that we're not alone, we have the ability to come together and change the story. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for the likes. Thank you, you guys. Because it is not easy. It is not easy. However, that's also a story. And we can learn to change that story as well. And so if there's anything else, the whole topic of this story, for some reason, the comments aren't loading for me. The whole, okay, here we go. Marina says, bravo, tell it woman. Anthony says, starting to shed tears. Thank you, Angela. Like, Yes, cry, brother. It is so beautiful to be able to cry. It's such an incredibly release of emotions. It's been for so long, it's been okay for women to cry, but not for men. And I'll tell you something. When you're in a relationship as a woman, right? When you're in a relationship with a man and you're trying to break the walls of the heart, who here wants to break their walls of their heart so that they can be cracked open and fully let love in? Can I get a one? down below if that's you if you want your heart to be open and allow all the love in in the world like we started out at the beginning of this conversation put a one below let me know that i'm not alone right because we all have walls we have these walls that have been built up since we were childhood and way before and our ancestry walls joe says one anthony says one thank you i want my heart to be open so how can we begin to do that angela says tears are brave they are our strength angela says one okay So here it is, you guys, when you're in a relationship, this is for the men, right? When you're in a relationship with a woman and the woman is consistently trying to like break down the walls, but the man is taught like, you know, you need to be guarded. You need to be stoic. You need to hold it all in. The first time your man cries, you're like, thank God. Oh my God. I'm finally let in. I'm finally let in. Like, thank you. Right? 
Women, if you can relate to me, let me know in the comments below. I know that that's been my story, right? The moment that my man has the powerful vulnerability to be able to let his walls down and to let me fully see him in his authentic state and truly show me how much he cares, I'm like, thank you. Thank you for letting me see you. Thank you for letting me feel you. Thank you for letting me hold you. Because just as much as it feels good to stand strong, it feels good to be held. And we all deserve to be held. Marina says, I haven't seen my boyfriend shed a tear since his mother died. And I find that I cry for him. I feel for him. How many women have been in that boat? How many women have been in the boat of feeling for your man? Feeling that there's so much going on. There's so much emotion, whether it's like mothers dying or there's work stress or pressure. And instead of allowing yourself to fully be seen, like to allowing him to fully be seen, he closes up and closes off. And all you want to do is be there for him. All you want to do is cry for him or shake him and say, it's okay. By the way, if you guys are finding this powerful, please share it. Please share this message. We are growing as a conscious collective. The more people who can be a part of this conversation, the better. Because we can begin to change our old story. Going back to the comments here. Okay, Dan says powerful stuff. Thank you, brother. Thank you for being here. I know you're doing powerful work as well. Marina says he sees me crying over his mother and I know he's resonating in my feeling. I can tell, but he doesn't allow himself to feel it. He just watches it. Marina, I cannot tell you how many men have come to me in different ways in different areas and said, how do I allow myself feel? How do I allow myself to feel? Because I've conditioned, been conditioned from my father and from their father and for so long that it's not okay. How do I even begin to touch into that part of myself? Because I feel it. I know it's there and I have no idea how to even begin to access it. This is a lot of the messages that I get from men who are finally starting to open up and feel comfortable coming to me. Natasha says, yes, it's so empowering to see the light on this subject of the truth. Thank you, Natasha. My heart is expanding and overwhelmed. So brilliant. The exact alignment of what I am moving through here and the rising of authenticity and the balance in the masculine and feminine. Balance, baby. I will share. So Natasha is living down in Nicaragua. When I was in Nicaragua, there was such an imbalance of masculine and feminine energy. In a lot of other countries, you guys, there's a really big imbalance of still the masculine overpowering and overbearing. That's the shadow side of the masculine. The light side of the masculine, the divine side of the masculine is strong and stable, but not overbearing and not needing to use the power to excess, right? We all need that. However, oftentimes it's unbalanced. And it's in that unbalance, not only do we feel disconnected as an individual, but as a collective, we feel disconnected. What we truly want is to come back together as a whole. When you're in a relationship, whatever gender you're in, there's generally a masculine and a feminine kind of polarity. Yet when we come together is when we feel that union. When you practice Tantra, right? It's this union of divine feminine and the divine masculine coming together in balance, which is what creates unity. Marina says, I already shared. You're blowing my line. I love this combo. Thank you so much, Hanovi. Hello, sister. Antony says he shared. Gabriel, hello, brother. Natasha says, yes, come. Antony says, loving this too. Okay, you guys, if there's anything else that you guys are wanting to share, that you guys are wanting to speak in, into, please create that. Create that here. This is a conscious conversation where you 
deserve to create. This is the intention of this is to create a safe space where you can be heard. Where if you're tired of the old story of you needing to be a certain way in order to embody your truth, as a man in the 21st century, you have a choice. For so long, we maybe didn't have a choice because we were living in scarcity, because we were just trying to survive. But that is no longer our choice, you guys. That is no longer our truth. Now we have choice. And if you want to begin to create this space to embrace and embody your authentic truth, I give you that permission and you should give yourself that permission as well, right? Coming to someone and just starting to talk about these things that have been repressed, that have been taught by our fathers and our forefathers, starting to bring light to these things, starting to realize that whether male or female, we have the ability to hold space for another. And that's what this is all about. For so long, we've been taught that women need to feel safe, that you men need to take care of us. And I'm here to stand on the opposite side and say, what about helping our men feel safe in their expressing their authentic vulnerability and finding strength in that? Who's here to stand on that side of the fence? <laughs> Marina says, I'm cheering at work. This is so great. Thank you. I'm cheering for us all. I'm cheering for us all as a collective consciousness to come together and realize the power that we have when we embrace both sides of our being, male, female, or anywhere in between. I'm cheering for the collective consciousness to come together and realize that we are creating our story. That every moment of every day, how we choose to show up for ourselves, how we choose to show up for others, allows the story to be different. Right? Joe says, I'm ready for it. Antony says, now that the door has been open, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I cannot fully focus on all the possibilities. Yes, brother. Joe says, I'm ready for it. Gabriel says, thank you for your wisdom, Amanda. You are so right on. Angela says, it takes a balanced feminine aspect to hold space for the masculine. And it is so scary. You guys, it is so scary being a female and saying, hey, I'm going to stand for the men. I'm going to stand. I'm going to embody my divine masculine and stand strong and stand with the men. And I'm going to allow myself to be seen. Gabriel says, thank you so much for your wisdom, Amanda. You are right on a thousand levels. We are all divine beings. Thank you for allowing your voice to be heard, Gabriel. Thank you allowing for allowing yourself to be seen. Because that's another thing, you guys. So many men have been like kind of hearing my message, but they're afraid to be seen. They're afraid to come to me. They're afraid to ask for support. They're afraid to be like, hey, I realize that there is some shit that I want to work through that I'm tired of holding in, but I've been taught that I had to hold it in so long. Whether they're CEOs of incredibly high level companies or whether they're just your average person doing whatever it is that they love doing, artists or whatever, they've been conditioned to be afraid to express their authentic and vulnerable truth. And I'm creating this space where you can do that, where no matter who you are, no matter where you are, we can come together and change our story. Because as beings in this time period, we have more time than we ever have in our entire lives. That's true. Even though we feel we tell ourselves the story that we don't have enough time, we no longer need to take 10 hours just to put food on our table so that we can continue to survive. And in that, there is so much possibility. There is so much possibility. Because in that, we can begin to dive deeper into what our fullest potential is because we're no longer needing just to survive. We're able to literally begin to expand our consciousness 
and dive into our potential of divine creators, which we all are. But until we come together as masculine and feminine and abolish shame and get rid of this fear, which tomorrow at 4 p.m., I'm going to talk about how we can redefine fear, redefine it. Then we can come together as masculine and feminine and realize the power and the strength that we have. Not feeling emasculated if our woman is taking charge and steering the ship, right? Understanding that in every moment we have a choice. And every moment when you choose all the men who have shown up here on this Facebook Live, all the men, whether you're just watching, whether you've commented one time or many times, look at all the women who are here to support you, right? There's so many women who are also saying, yes, we want to hold space for you. We want to empower you to allow yourself to be seen because that's where the real strength lies in vulnerability and authenticity. And so I want to thank every single person who has been a part of this conversation. For every person who shares this, I want to thank you because there is a huge movement happening. It is incredibly scary for me to come on here and to share this. It is incredibly vulnerable for me to come on here and I want to say thank you for every person who's listening. We can abolish shame by allowing ourselves to be seen. So my question for you, before we end the Facebook Live, Anthony says, I have allowed myself to be emasculated by women. Forget the whole emasculate. Who's to define emasculation anyway, right? Who's to define that? If anybody is making you feel any less of a person, that is because of their own insecurities. And when we have this harmony between embodying my divine feminine, embodying my divine masculine, and really embodying my fullest expression of myself, it doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter what other people feel or what they say about me because I am whole. I am whole. And so as we create this conscious conversation, and Anthony, by the way, I'm sure you're not alone in that. As we come together and we create this conscious conversation, Angela, thank you. She says, this is a powerful message. Anthony says, very true. As we come together and we create this conscious conversation, it's time to take conscious action. So Dan is a private client of mine and I gave him an activity to do already today. We work on mindfulness-based practices every week and so powerful because I've already given him an exercise and I want everybody to have a tool to walk away with because it's one thing to bring awareness to, right? Awareness is the first step to transformation. The second thing is we have to have, this is where the masculine comes in, right? We have to have tools to implement to help us get from where we are to where we want to be. That is the power of the masculine. So tools today, I invite you, number one, to share this message. If you share this message, more people can start to relate, more people can start to see it, more people can start to feel seen. And that's going to help to expand consciousness. Number two, ask yourself, how can I begin to see myself more fully today? How can I begin to accept myself and my authentic expression more fully today? How can I begin to feel myself more authentically in the places that maybe I have been pushing down because I'm afraid to go because society or whatever has told me that it's not manly or it's not okay. Create space for yourself to feel men and women. Give yourself that permission because when you give yourself space to heal, you allow this stuck energy, this bullshit story to begin to dissipate. And the third thing is 
How can you allow yourself to be more authentically seen by others? Maybe there's something that you've wanted to tell someone for a really long time, but you were too afraid. I invite you, every single person watching this now or on the replay, to stand together and abolish shame by being more authentic. Because when you show up in your radical, authentic self, vulnerable self, you give others permission to too. And you know what happens in that place? Connection. What we're all craving for, yet are too afraid to fully step into. Because of old stories about what's right and what's wrong and old conditioning. But every single person who's here right now, who's joining me from around the world, literally from around the world, we are making, we are changing our consciousness and we are creating a different vibration, not only for ourselves, but for our community and for our children and for the world's evolution to come. I applaud every single man here who's watching. My heart goes out to you. And it's gone out to so many men, as so many men have come to me and shared these truths with me, these truths that they were too afraid to share to other people because they didn't want to feel like any less of a man. And I'm here to say, right here, right now, we have the ability to stand together and change that story. And we are. You are supported. And we begin to let down our walls. We begin to create the space to support one another and change the story to begin to empower us as a collective. Antony says, thank you so much. So much love to Amanda and everyone here. Right back at you, right back at you. If there's anything else you guys want to add, if there's anything else you guys want to share, please leave it in the comments below. This is part one of a three-part series. You guys, thank you so much. In the beginning, I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. What am I doing? And again, like, I never would have thought, I never would have, like, who are you? Some people might not know me. They'd be like, who are you to think that you know, right? And that's okay. That's an ego thing. Like, it's not about me. It has nothing to do with me. This whole conversation has absolutely nothing to do with me. I never in a million years would have dreamed or even really wanted to be standing on camera on Facebook right now talking about divine masculine and feminine and how I'm standing for men. Like, I never would have thought that that would have been my path. When my mom asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I said like a dancer or something, right? I didn't say that I wanted to be do men's work and help men reconnect to themselves so that we can all connect to one another in a more loving and compassionate way. I never thought that that would be my truth. So please, by all means, I hope that everyone here watching, whether in person, live here, or on the replays, knows that all I am doing, my biggest intention is to hold space, to hold this safe container so that we can begin to see ourselves and feel ourselves and move through our old stories that no longer serves us so that we can fully begin to embody the fullest expression of what's our human potential as divine beings, divine creators. So thank you. Anthony says, I can't wait for part two. Part two is coming on tomorrow. Part two is tomorrow at 4 p.m. It's gonna be, how do we redefine fear? Another very powerful topic. So please, again, Angela says, you were abducted by spirit. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I'm like, oh my God. I meditated before. I'm like, please, please, Saraswati. Like, let the words move in whatever way they need to. And I appreciate your guys' support. I really do. I cannot, I would not be able to do this if it wasn't for all of you and all of your comments. Gabriel says, thank you, Antony. I love you too. 
and have so much love for you all. You have tapped my heart, Amanda. Thank you. See what happens, Anthony, when you're vulnerable. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Gabriel. I love this. I love this conversation. Something I'm incredibly passionate about. Something I'm incredibly afraid about as well, right? It's, I would be lying if I didn't say I was incredibly afraid of stepping into this role of a divine feminine holding space for the divine masculine. But I feel that it's something that I don't really have a choice at this point. Obviously, it's needed. Share this message. Please join me for part two. Share this with any of them. Your fathers, your brothers, your husbands, your sisters, whoever it is that you feel could resonate and wants and, and could use connecting to this important conscious message. Please, please, please share it. I want this to be a conscious community discussion about how we can help each other change the world for the better. That is my only intention. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to hop off now. And I really appreciate you all for showing up. Men, you are so powerful. I felt your strength. I felt your vulnerability. Thank you. May we abolish shame by allowing ourselves to be seen. May we abolish shame by allowing ourselves to ask for help. May we abolish shame by standing in our truth and understanding that when we stand in our truth, we have the ability to firm, fully be seen by one another and to connect more deeply than we've ever imagined. So thank you so much. Angela says, thank you, love to you all. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week. Thank you.